perfect time now to talk about Scream 6, a.k.a. Screevy, as it is uh, uh, affectionately called on the Fake Nerd Podcast. Um, this will be full spoilers, so if you've not seen the sixth ent- entry in the Scream franchise, you can. Once again, the cinephiles for the, screen- for the previous Scream films we've talked about are down below. You can check them out. Uh, but we're going to be talking about Scream 6, full spoilers. What for real. Think about this? For real. If you care, leave. Smurder happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what do we think about this? Uh, I love it. I also love it. Ben? I love it. I like it. Okay. God damn it. What? Brandon. God, <laughs> God damn it, Brandon. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and this are both eights. Loved it. Like it. I don't. Here's... I don't. I don't. Go ahead. I, I'm here's, excited to talk about it. Let's go. Here's the thing, because I don't like three. I don't like three stars. Sure. If you really want, if you really want to understand my letterbox, it's I don't like three stars. Three stars are for movies where I'm just kind of all right about. Outside of that, I have to look at three and a half or four. And if you're not at three and a half, you're four. There's no way around it. That's why, honestly, one reason I don't like letterbox. <laughs> I don't really like the ranking system of a letterbox. I'll be honest. I just kind of do it arbitrarily. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the one through 10. I, I, yeah, I, I, here's, I really here's the thing. I think comparing like all movies to all movies is always stupid. Of course, so, like, of course. You know, it just makes it whatever. harder on a five point scale. To it's do. just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just funny. Um, yeah. Now, I, I will, I will say, I, I just want to, I just want to be very clear. There's only one thing that I'm rubbing up against and my mind could change at the end of this. Rub, rub, rub. So. Um, we, I don't, we don't normally see a movie so quick to review. We normally see it at least a day or two in in reverse. Like in, in, we saw this movie a couple hours ago, so I'm still processing it, but I always know my gut feelings and and my gut feeling is that I love, I love this movie. Um, I, I like all the, all the core four is great. I like all of our new characters. I, I, I liked our, our villains. And then I grew to love them once everything was revealed uh it's just like it's a great sequel it's a great legacy sequel it's a great requel it's 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 just another great scream sequel and i'm just i can't believe this franchise continues to be as good as it is like just i thought it was just just so much fun and brutal so brutal if i may this movie continues the fran continues the i'm gonna call this a franchise trope of scream where you think one thing it subverts your expectation five seconds later and then it subverts it again two minutes later Mm-hmm. especially when you get to the climax of the film, the very end of the film. Cause I thought that the killer was going to be this person. And then I thought, Oh no, maybe it's actually this person. And then it's revealed surprise. It just constantly, you're essentially, you're standing on like three rugs and you're constantly to throw in, pulling the rug out from under you. And the second you think you have decent variants, here's another twist or here's another rug pull. And you're like, Oh shit. I never, I never saw that coming. And uh, I unfortunately got spoiled who one of the killers was by an actor himself. Uh, and that's still, and I'm someone who like, I, I, spoilers are a big deal for me because I love movies. I don't want to know shit going to a movie. This did not ruin the experience whatsoever because there's three killers in this movie. And I could not have predicted that at all. And I loved it. God, family, love it. They're almost the core four. Thank you, Ben. Thank, you're right. Sorry. Five four. That's the, but Greg didn't kill anyone. Yet. No, I know that we know. No, 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 because he says I, I was getting blue balls, so I needed to practice. And which implies that Greg has not mm. done it yet. Okay, fair. Okay. So we have we have Tony Revolori and then the three family members. We have four killers in this movie and I love that. I, I love it. It's almost a theater troupe. Almost. No stab the musical. 
I know. I'm, that was disappointing. It's not like a negative on the movie, but I was really expecting at least I blame, something. I blame the marketing team for that one because they released that that like holiday theme poster to amp people up about the release of this film. And in it, there's a marquee that says Stab the Musical. So I'm like, yeah. great. The posters, that makes a lot of sense. That would be really cool. And the then it's like, no, nah, that's not part of this at all. Yeah. I was like, oh, unfortunately, a little bit of a bummer. <laughs> maybe it's a deleted scene somewhere. That all right. Maybe. Brandon, I mean, you, you set it up top. So I got to know. What what are you rubbing up against? I don't like the killers. You don't like the killers? Like, no. just because you don't like them as people? No, I don't like the reveal. I don't like their motivation. I don't like them at all. I don't think they work. Remind me, how how, how much do you like Scream 2? I, don't, I actually don't remember. I really like Scream 2. Okay. 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 Because I love Scream 2, and this is very much just doing a Scream 2 again, which is, which is right. in line with this being a sequel to Scream 1, you know, like doing the seg- legal. So, like... Now I now there's I have a tendency to back myself into a corner and be far more negative than I really am, and it must be clear I really like this movie. I had a great time in it. Um, this this I think I like this better than Scream Two. But as far as as far as this movie goes, as far as criticisms for this movie, I just don't think the killers worked for me. Okay. Sure. And now that said, I am here. Much like Ryan was for the Last Jedi, to have my mind changed, mm. because I want to like this movie more than I did. Sure, I just don't know if there's anything we could say to change that. Who knows? We'll find out. Um, I really like the opening. I want to just talk. About oh the hell opening. yeah! I think oh, yeah. I love Ravioli. I think, uh, uh, man, Samara weaving like you know the moment she's there, we're like, oh man, there it is. <laughs> there she goes. Love her. I was honestly when she shows up, I'm like. No, please no. And and I'm glad you brought that up because once again, you know, I I there there comes a problem at the show where I back myself into a place of being far more negative. But uh, I need need to, once again my my desire to be clear, my anxiety, if you will. I, the opening of this movie is incredible. I I was I was I was when when Tony Revolori kills Samara Weaving. I was like, oh my God, are we going to get our first ghost face reveal in the beginning? Is that going to be the movie? Is we're going to know yeah, who okay. ghost face is yeah, from the so beginning of the movie? That, the answer is yes, that was going to be the movie that was going to happen before other killers got involved. So, yeah, so and I think that's really, when, I think that's brilliant. So the moment when he he stabbed her and was still standing over her and we hadn't cut the title, I'm like, yo. And then he bends down and he takes the mask off and I'm like, yo! Yeah. I, I was so excited. I was giddy as a schoolgirl, honestly. And the fact that it was Tony Revolori, who I called yeah. from beat one, he's a killer in this movie. Um, I don't care that he wasn't the main killer. He was a killer. He still I killed. was right. Um, I love that. And I love this. There's a, there's a lamer, more shallow plot that they were going to create being super super reductive of uh the killers of the past yeah and the fact that they get killed before they can enact their plan is so good and like you can't beat the opening where he's like what about continuing the movie who gives a shit about the movies (laughs) and then you get the scream tile card i was like fantastic maybe one of my favorite scream openings ever yeah Uh, you know what I will say this is my favorite scream opening. 
because what like i said earlier constant rug pulls constant you think one thing it it turns you around and gives you nothing because i was just like you sparked i thought this was gonna be the first movie where we knew who the killer was from the first scene and i was like holy shit how are we gonna see them like plan shit out how are we gonna and then when he started talking to um general ortega's character i'm like oh no so i was I, the panic started to set in, and then you hear the ghost face modulator. I'm like, oh shit. It wasn't He's even not that. Gonna be... For me, Ben, it was the moment he walked into his house and went, honey, I'm home. Yeah. Greg. And yep. then I'm like, oh, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to die now. And I was I, and like, when, when, so when Samara Weaving answers her phone, this attractive man shows up, and like the voice comes out as Tony Verbal. He's like, that's not the picture that was on her phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and uh, I, so I thought when when we heard the noise, uh, the the voice modulator turn on. I thought it was the Scream Three voice modulator turning off, and I was like, "Oh, is, is the ghost face killer going to be, be using voices again? Are we going to go try that trope again?" Uh, and then and then I remembered it was the sound effect that we heard in Scream Five when he right. turns on the voice modulator. Also, on the note of that, when the movie's starting and we get the call to Samara Weaving of, of you know, I'm I, Reggie uh, calling from the place, and I was listening to it, I was like, oh man, like that sounds like Tony Revolori. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, that's gotta be like. And so when he pulled the mask off, I was like, oh thank God, like they're not <laughs> they're not hiding that. That was just him using his regular voice. Love it. Um, Greg, uh, Greg's in a fridge. Greg's in a fridge. Um, super, super good. Uh, I think that I think that our our returning stars, our core four, are mm -hmm. all excellent. I'm really glad, as Jenna Ortega has talked about, that she has like a full arc and personality in this one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. She deserved it, and I think the relationship between uh, excuse me between the sisters is really, really good. I think the relationship between mm -hmm. all of them is is really good. I agree. I agree. Oh, like, yeah. like their chemistry, like. Not just because they were in the last movie together, but like they feel like they feel like real friends. Like there was a scene, like there was a scene that I really liked later on in the movie that uh, has it's after it's after they were attacked in the apartment and uh, Mindy kind of like sitting there's like I don't want to get hurt again, and and like and and Chad sa says I don't want I don't I don't want to get hurt again either, and uh, like they have this kind of moment of vulnerability of like I don't want to go through this again. This is yeah, awful. Yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. and like that that kind of like Sydney obviously became much more of a character who um was like, you know, I'm gonna face this head on. I'm going to kill Ghostface. Uh and it's really interesting to see like these four characters kind of like, I don't wanna do that. I wanna just I want this to be I want this to leave me alone. But I live my life. because they're a family, they're like, no, we're gonna but we're we're with you. You bring up a great point, Brandon, because um, I think specifically with Mindy, I had we when we did our five cream review, I talked about this plenty where I felt like Mindy maybe didn't take the events quite as seriously as I felt she should have um, for the, the facts of trying to be like Randy again. Mm -hmm. And in this one, at the beginning of the movie, I was a little nervous. We were still in that space with Mindy. So getting to have that scene where she's like, you really don't want to do this again and like you're getting to like the later half of the film where she's really going through it i'm like okay no like she's 
she's she can still be a film horror nerd and live in the moment and, yeah. and acknowledge like the danger of this. Um, yeah. And she's not the same character from the first one. Who's her? Way. Who's her lady friend? An An Annika. 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 Rest in peace. She goes out. Dude, awful. she got not only she she got stabbed, but then he did a thing where he ripped it up, and she still lived long enough to fall off and break her neck. That yeah, was awful. <laughs> yeah, what a tough lady. Um, yeah, I really, I really, I think the kills in this one are are incredible. Um, there's a lot of really brutal, brutal murders, and you know the the directors here are doing what you know Wes Craven did so well, which is kind of keep keep the audience guessing what's going to happen. So yes, Annika got stabbed, but she's not dead yet. We're going to prolong her death um, because, because we want you to believe that she can probably make it out because we've seen people recover from stab wounds. Yeah. But then you pull the rug out from under as Ben was saying, no, or she's she, or the ladder. Then she <laughs> dies. I, uh, I, whether you think like wherever you rank this on your scream movie list is like your own opinion. I think this is the scariest of all the scream movies. I think this is like, I was so tense in this theater. Like this is the most tense I think out of all the movies where it's just like, they're just always in terror, no matter where they go. They're never safe. Notably, um, notably in that same vein, this is the least funny. And I don't think that's a necessarily no, he, bad thing. This yeah, is yeah. the least funny scream movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good one. I, I don't want to say I'm desensitized because after essentially marathoning these films so we can talk about them before this film comes out after, especially after like three and four and five, you kind of get a sense of, I don't want to call it the scream formula, but it's essentially kind of like a scream formula where, you know, the killer is going to pop up somewhere. You know, there's more than one in the case of three, there's only the one, but you have a bunch of these killers coming up. You're, I have to agree with Ryan that this one, I truly felt in dread for the characters constantly throughout the movie like yeah no like even when they're in their own homes like you in the beginning of the movie you see um sam lock all the have that many deadbolts in her door and yet the killers got in one of the things that i think i think really helps this movie is to feel like to to kind of differentiate itself from the other scream films is that it it knows Scream, scream films have always kind of like we know they know what you're going in for. So how can we move that? How can we move away from that? How can we prove that this is a a, a more ruthless killer? If you notice, while yes, Ghostface still gets so fumbles, it's not as much as he normally does. It's not as much as previous Ghostface has. It's not as funny. Um, the tension building scenes. Uh, there's two specifically: the apartment scene and the train. I think are spectacular. Oh my I, god, that train. I was really hoping and praying that the train sequence, especially with Mindy, when they get separated and Mindy's on the train and you see all the ghost faces and you see the, the, the ghost face people on the train just look over and just stare in their direction. I really hope it was just like it was the trailer subverting my expectations. Maybe it's like, I mean, obviously I'm expecting them to get stabbed, but maybe it's just it's a red herring and they get stabbed elsewhere. But damn, that. Yeah, the train worked. The train scene was incredible, honestly. Yeah, I that, think, that I think worked. Those two specifically the, that I mentioned, the apartment scene and the train scene, are two of my favorite scenes in the franchise. And I will say that is also a great job to the directors and also how the Scream films, you constantly are guessing on who the killer is. I didn't think Ethan was one of the killers because he was on the train yeah. and when Mindy got stabbed. I'm like, oh no, he can't be because this this clears him surprise surprise he is what there's three of them there he is one of the what. killers yeah i think i think i would i wouldn't like the killers as much if there were the only if there were only two 
but having three it, it makes it makes the mystery of who the killer is so much spicier because like you see a lot of the people on screen so you never really know who to trust especially in like like the boyfriend character and, and like yeah. and all that so like mm-hmm. having it be like three and be a family i think like perfectly it's also, worked perfectly. it's also our first fake out of a victim being one of the killers oh absolutely that's yeah. how completely oh my god and she's the most psychotic she's like amber she's crazy is this the is 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 there a scene where the de- where detective killer man says that he lost the son prior to this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because there's a line, there's a line uh, after he, after the, after um, Gwen, Gwen di- dies um, quote unquote, where he says, now I've lost both my kids. And I thought yeah. uh, th- thinking back on yeah. that, I thought maybe that was him slipping up, but if that was mentioned before, then so- it's not. He mentions it at one point, and Quinn also says when she goes in to talk to um, Tara that um, when her brother died, her dad moved to New York and became a cop there because of right. uh, being a helicopter parent. And so, like, that's kind of the coverage is the, the those references to the brother dying. So it's it feels very normal the way they slipped it in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but they but they all know that like Quinn had a brother who died. They just didn't know, you know. Everything happened to be um, the guy who tried to kill. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, because we were talking about the subway thing, I was really glad that it was two subways instead of one. Oh, yeah. The trailer uh, did a good what job. I thought in the trailer yeah. was that they were all in the same one. The fact that it ended up being two in the movie kept like a lot of suspense to the scene. 100%. I think this is maybe one of my only particular gripes with the film is that when they're so committed to wearing the masks of the previous killers to do the killings. Uh, the fact that he's wearing, sorry, uh, that they're wearing a store-bought mask when they stab Mindy on the train was a little like, eh, okay, mm. I guess. Because they are going in order, and it is the one time they're like, eh, not this time, though. So, like, sure, yeah. Um, yeah I get that. Uh, but I I, uh, I don't want to get to, I want to talk about, like, the killer reveal uh, uh, stuff a little later. Um, I really like the relationship dynamics. Uh, I like Annika with Mindy. I'm glad she's like got that relationship. I think it added a lot. I like, um, I like uh, Danny as a character, like the, the new boyfriend for Sam. Um, I think he's really great. Uh, especially I was glad, you know, like we went this again, like repeating scream two to an extent we went the same route. Like the boyfriend is suspicious, but uh, uh, not the killer. And I really like that. He was a person who was like, uh, don't trust anyone, not even me. And he's like, no, 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 I get it. Josh Segara, who we most recently saw in She-Hulk. Yeah, that dude is like one of the most charming men on the planet. That dude just got, he's got like, I got i got charisma out the ass. Like the way he I talks, really, he's so cool. I, I really like, like the- his voice. And I'll, I'll, you know, like I'll, 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 I'll go back to his earlier, his earliest role that I remember him when it was Adrian Chase and Arrow. He's, I, Prometheus, he's so he's, good in that show. He, he's very good, and I really, I really liked him in She-Hulk. And I, I again, like I'm hearing, like Sparks was saying, just my final things because I know Sparks wants to say something. The the thing of like, the fact that that he was like, I get it, I get, I get it. You don't, you don't need to trust me. I'm, I'll go. I get it. I'll bring backup. Actually, it, it played, it played exactly on the right level of like he had just enough presence where it's like you could be a really nice dude who's trying to be supportive and understands it. You could also be just playing the angle just right to yeah. keep the right amount of distance to be the killer. And like, they kept that really, really nice space, but I was really glad ultimately. I'll tell you was what. Like a guy, especially after the latter scene, I was like, man, it's going to really suck if you're one of the killers. Like I knew he was obviously going to be more important in the movie, but like when he's first introduced as like, oh, he's a neighbor that I never talked to. 
I thought the moment when they first kissed, I thought she was just having such a bad day. She just I thought that too. she just pulled him in for a kiss. Like, oh wow, I nice, think they want to throw nice you for that also. You. Yeah. yeah, it is a great reveal of like, oh, actually, we've been doing this for a month now. I think that is a great, great reveal. I love yeah. it. Uh, real quick, because we got Grace in the chat. He says, "Real question, Ben, how's the hair? Hey, it was great." <laughs> we watched. <laughs> Yeah. And then Mag, of course, says, love how they brought all the props, costumes in the warehouse. And then he goes on to say the no stab through the mouth was the one that got me. Oh, my God. There's eye stabs. There's head stabs. There's mouth. There's this is a this is a gross one. This this um, this was um, I want to talk about the shrine real quick because uh, I sure. love because the trailer, I thought the shrine was something that Gail built as not as like a shrine oh, to the killers. Ooh, really? Or something that's like it's a reminder of what she went through. And like how Batman. they need to. Well, what's count. weird is the trailer says this is the killers. Or maybe I just misheard that. It, it's probably because I. Possible. Just, yeah, I probably just misheard it. But when they find the shrine, like the the spray painted ghost face, what's your favorite scary movie, and all the artifacts from all the um from all the films, I love that scene. Yeah, I yeah. I really I I don't know. It's because I just because now that I've seen all the films, it's like oh we're we're seeing everything from the past films. But also, like all the kids can, I feel like this scene was really good because the kid, the new kids, really felt the weight of how long this has been going on and how long people have taken up the ghost face mantle and terrorizing a certain group of people for so many years. Well, what one of the things that I think is really interesting, going going back to 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 what makes Mindy a stronger character in this film is is when she sees uncle her uncle's when she sees randy's clothes and and she has this moment where it's like oh hey here's uncle randy it's like this was uncle randy's the kind of like realization like oh our uncle was killed because of this yeah and someone's yeah. collecting all of the shit yeah yeah, yeah. uh i, I enjoy um, oh, i like um, that too uh, it was either before or after that scene, but like when they're uh, they're hanging out with the detective, and they just have the entire wall of all the killers and all their motivations and everything. And I'm like, wow, look, that's the whole franchise just on this board. Incredible, yeah, yeah. I love uh, it. When it when it's him and Kirby, yeah, uh, both oh, looking at it. FBI uh, special agent Kirby. Oh, Kirby. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, Kirby's <laughs> reveal. I was actually I completely forgot that Hayden Pantier was in this movie, and then when I saw that blonde head, I'm like. Oh shit! She's yeah, FBI. That was really that was really great because when you when you bring it up, remember specifically because in Scream Four, we we had talked about Kirby being in the movie, but when Scream Four happened, you were like, "Oh, I was I hope she I hope she comes back later," and we were because like we had we knew the three of us we knew and you had forgotten completely, and it was and we were all like, "Don't say anything." We all yeah we all exchanged <laughs> a look and we were like, "Just gonna let that one go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, she she. Just like a Sydney, she didn't want to be the victim anymore, and she became she became a monster hunter, a ghost, ghost face killer. <laughs> I take a special interest in ghost face killings. I I love it. I love it so much. It's such a good new fresh uh, role in the franchise. And yeah, I, I think it's great. And uh, Hayden Panettiere, like she she, I don't know if she would have been in this movie if she didn't like go to the directors and ask to be in it, basically, because she was like after after uh, the success of Five, she's like, listen, y'all, my character is not dead. You never saw a body. I could bring a lot to this franchise. You're all doing legacy shit. Uh, also, she's done a lot of interviews. It doesn't look like she's getting a lot of work. So she was really, really happy to be in Scream 6. And I'm really happy for her because she's awesome. I think she's uh, great. She is great. And I'm like, oh my God, this girl is a star. I'm so happy she's back. I hope, I, I'm mad. Bring her back. Another one. There's a, there's a really good, um, the, Kirby is, I don't want to say this. We've talked a lot about how Sydney's not going to be in the, how Sydney 
you know, it's it's enough. Sydney deserves a happy ending at this point. Um, Kirby is a really good replacement. That legacy character that can kind of come back. Yeah. Uh, like Sydney, like Sydney was doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree, and I think it's nice that like we'll we'll see if we ever see Sydney again. Who knows? But um, I I don't think we should because I don't think you can kill Sydney, and I'll I'll stand by that. Yeah, completely. Oh, yeah, I don't think I, I think they, anyone would know that at this point. Um, but uh, you know, a killer it, it would make sense that eventually a killer is going to try and drag her into it again. Um, it's true. Uh, but for this one, it's one of the things I do like about the killers is that it's so focused on Sam and. I was wondering through the whole movie, I'm like, what could the possible reason to be to be focused on Sam and call her a liar and a murderer? Yeah. And the fact that it is the reveal that it is where you murdered our son, uh, you know, like the same. Uh, it, it is like Nancy Loomis. It yeah. is. But like it works. It works in the sense of the, uh, you know, you are uh, toxic. You are just as bad like this wouldn't have happened. Uh, our son wouldn't be dead with you know, if it wasn't for you and, you know, like, especially like looking at the way she killed him because she killed him more brutally than like they usually kill killers. Um, and uh, I, I felt like that motivation landed. I think it's a little, I accept it in the world of scream just as much as I'll accept anything else. But like, it, it maybe is a little bit of a stretch that like, yeah, the entire family, they're all down with serial killing. Hell yeah. Um, but like, yeah, fine. Okay. They're teenagers. They're easily moldable. Um, 100%. Uh, I especially like uh, the effect. I said I wasn't going to talk about killer reveals later, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I especially like the effect of, because I was really like, that's not Stab. Uh, when they started playing like the video on the screen. Yeah, I was confused um, for a second Which is before too. we yeah. knew what it was. And then it's Richie's home movies. And I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. In a way, kind of deepening Richie to an extent, not to any degree where I, you know, necessarily like uh, admire the character more or anything. No, but, but I shows. think like like adding into the background of Richie um, and and like making the family thing kind of work for that. Yes, um, especially in the sense of um, like I really really love Sam having her kind of Sydney moment uh, where she turns on the dad and he's like he was pathetic. He was a man baby. He was a limp. He was, he was yeah. crying about his movie not getting made. And he was crying when I slit his throat. And I'm like, man, that's Ooh. so vicious. But yeah, get him. Yeah. I, uh, God, I, I think the reveal is so fun. And yeah, seeing the home movies, again, it's, it's, it's a little thing that did a lot for me because showing that Richie was making home movies, you know, even earlier than when we saw him, you know, at a younger teenage age, you know, 14, 15, 16, whatever, making these like murder movies, his parents got him that camera. His parents were okay with him making like, that whole family is effed up. And like having one of your serial killer son get murdered will only make you a worse person. And again, we're living in a Scream franchise where half the people in these franchises are crazy. Like, you know, again, we watched, you know, again, this is a, se- this is a sequel doing Scream 2 over again. Um, So like, I'm invested into it. I'm into it. And again, if it was only the dad and the son or only the dad and the daughter, I might feel different. But the fact that it's three of them, it's just like, it's just so kooky. Uh, and it's the fact that he has the great line of like, you killed my favorite son. And the, the other son's like, oh, man. I thought that was really funny to me. There's a there's a really good line that you just reminded me of, which was the um, the first, the reveal of the... Um, shrine um and and kirby and and mindy are sitting on the stage and they're looking at the tv that 
killed Stu Mocker. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, and, and officially just, opening that door. Yeah, which, thank goodness, finally we're doing that. Um, I, love, I love the line, like, well, if you believe he's really dead. Next movie. Right, and, like, Kirby being in the position she is, where she's the agent, she's looking at all the stuff, if she can't say, well, he is... Then he isn't. <laughs> yeah. That's so, opening the door so hard right there. So Stu's the killer in Scream Seven. He's, the, mastermind. he's the mastermind. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure because I tried to, I tried to pay attention to this, but I believe every killer has a birth and a death date, and so it's like whatever birth date's a death date. Stu's is just born date, and nothing else. Mm. Interesting. Now, I, Maybe I maybe I read wrong, but that's what it looked like to me. He's definitely on the on the board, right? On the board. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I clocked that too on the board. Oh, I didn't. Oh, uh, where it had their pictures, and then the the, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure they didn't have a death date on Stu. Guess I gotta see that movie again. Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. almost certainly in Scream (laughs) Seats. Hell yeah, baby. Um, (laughs) Got a mashed up shit. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit at the end because I kind of want to talk about where we think it can go from here. Um, My. uh, I, I wanted to say something that it, like it came back to me because I, when we were talking earlier about, you know, just like ghost face being scary in this one um, for me, it was the, the sense of like, Oh, Ghostface will not only go at any time. Ghostface is ready to kill Anyone. our our main characters, our main two at any time. And it was the the first call where he like just comes at them on the street, which leads them into the, the bodega. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. And like, woof. What a scene. I was like, oh, he's like, he'll do it now. He's yeah. going for it. Um, out of the bushes. Yeah, that was actually really shocking because you don't expect it. And like, like he just comes running, he just comes running out at them and uh, almost stabs Jenna Ortega. Um, not only that, like any other, that that's the other thing that makes him scary. It's not just that. It's that once they run in any other Scream movie, Ghostface doesn't follow them in. Yeah. Yeah. This one follows them in and says, and he kills, I'll, kill, I'll kill three people before. on my way to you. 100%, yeah, he kills, yeah. he stabs a dude, he shoots the, the main guy, uh, the other girls get to run out, luckily. Um, I like the, uh, uh, Gail is in this. That's what I yes. want to talk about. Gail is, is back. Uh, wrote another book. She she just can't help herself. Of course she did. God damn it, Gail. At, honestly, after Dewey, I could see her getting real sad, needing money. So I think like, I think this was really important to do um, because what was happening at the beginning of the movie is they're doing the thing where like people are saying like online that like Sam was the real killer and she staged all this. And I'm like, if Sydney and Gail told you that she didn't, that should be good enough. Yeah, should for be. anybody at this point in terms of these killings. And when it's revealed that Gail called sam unstable in the book i'm like all right cool i think you justify enough for like a, a, an internet audience to do this um yeah. i i i then accepted and it. also I was like, you like, know what this i can buy it now because prior to that moment i'm like i don't know i think that's kind of bullshit <laughs> i'll also like gail has evolved so much over this over this like franchise but at the, at the same time like she is always going to be that same person at the core who like i want fame and i want i want people to have eyes on me and like again after Dewey when well, she lost her moral compass and she lost exactly she and when she loses Dewey and like hey her her agent's like yo you can make another couple bucks you can get back on TV if you write another book and like she's probably sad and alone so of course she's gonna do that and then I like her introduction into the movie because at first we see the phone call she's calling uh she's calling Sam and then she shows up Gail Weathers Channel 4 um which was I, also like a good a, a good reveal just real quick about like the book thing because when Gail's calling and Sam's hanging up I'm like yo why yeah. Like 
I thought this would be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's a great moment in the movie in, in, in the scene when uh, Sam goes in for a goes in for a punch and then Tara clocks her. Yeah, love it. Great dodge. <laughs> I've been doing this a long time. Bam, love it. <laughs> Bitch went down. And, and then later she's and then Tara's all like, "Sorry for punching you. No, you're not." No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I, I do, I do, I do want to say you, you touched on it already, Sparks. But I do want to say I, I adored Jenna Ortega in this movie, and I, in a way, I didn't in the first film, in the last film, because she was like half well, dead. And now she didn't, she didn't get enough to do. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm not saying it as a criticism on, on either film, or uh, I'm just, I'm just, re, I'm just reiterating that I, I think she was, she was really, really great in this movie. And like the, the relationship she has with her sister, like. They both experienced, you know, the like one of the worst things you can go through, and now they're they are trying to handle it in different ways, you know. Uh, uh, and it's just, if you want to go and have and like you know like random well, sex like, with gross people, like maybe that's not the best way to handle it. But also, you should be allowed to, you know, like live your life. Like the, you are being over overbearing on your sister. Like they're both right, they're both wrong, and they're at, they're it's a troubling time. I think this movie does a good job of further expanding on what they set up in the previous one with the fact that Sam is the daughter of Billy Loomis and that there's a different stigma regardless of the survivor capability of it that comes with that than what we had in Sydney. And what this movie does well is separate like for this one. And it makes sense that this is the story where you do that, that Tara has the privilege of not having to live in that shadow. Yeah. And Sam doesn't. Uh, and that that creates this different way of living after the event uh, that, they have to go through in this film, which is why I think their relationship, like, like this is a 10 out of 10 on how they, they craft their relationship in this story. The fact that it's at the heart of it, the fact that it's done as well as it is, um, the, the early beginning moment of the, you have to let me go. Yes. Going back into the, the final confrontation, you have to let me go with a knife, with a knife and staff. Sick, <laughs> like, sick. Really, really good. Like it's a full, it's a full thing. And I really, really like this it. also might be like, the the dopest scream movie in terms of just really cool shit happening because like there's just really cool like fight scenes with like the moment god bless chad that he survived but that dude getting <sighs> double stabbed and then the double knife cleaned at the same time That's i had so i had a heart attack in the theater dude that was <laughs> that was like that was like steve rogers picking up mjolnir i'm not even kidding that was like the sickest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm like why um, is that motion so cool because you brought up because you brought up Chad, and I want to go back to Gail soon, but like because you brought up Chad, I just want to say I'm I'm glad he's the Dewey of this franchise. Um, uh, and I really, I, at first, the relationship between Chad and 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 Tara, Tara, Jenner, yeah, Tara, Tara, Tara um, when we first see 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 them at the frat party, and Annika comes up to him and goes, "Hey, we need your help," and and he comes to stop uh, Tara from going up. Um, that's a really good scene. But as the as it was clear that a romance was being hinted at and then blossoming, I was kind of like, "Am I okay with this?" And then after a while, I'm like, "I'm okay with this." Yeah, yeah, it uh, really worked. It's like, yeah, the, their first initial hookup scene. I'm like, "Y'all, like, I know y'all are friends." I'm like, "Is this just because y'all are dealing with trauma?" But like over the course of the movie, I'm like, "No, y'all got y'all vibing. You guys are vibing. Yeah. yeah, all right." And then everybody's like, "Oh my god, just get together." <laughs> oh my god, yeah. The sister's like, "Oh my god, finally." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe uh, it's just like make out right. They're like, yeah, no, no. But I want to, I want to go back to Gail because yeah. Gail's um, bit in the apartment, the her fight with Ghostface is really cool. Um, I do appreciate that even though Ghostface is never the same person, they treat it like he is. And he he goes, we've never talked on the phone before, have we, Gail? Like, we, we should do that. Don't you want an interview? And then I love the I love the bit when she's looking at the phone. It's like, can you hold, please? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Star sixty nine. 
<laughs> I really like that. Um, but the 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 really cool thing about Gail is that when she does get stabbed, we you know we don't know if she's dead, probably not. Uh, but she says, "Tell Sydney that bastard didn't get me." Do you mean by the end of the movie we don't know if she's dead or not? But by the end of that scene. Oh yeah. Well, by yeah. the end of the by the well, yeah by the end of the movie, it's not clear if she's dead or not. They right? said she. They said she's gonna pull through. Oh, okay, I, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a it's a passing line, but they say Gail's gonna pull through. Because I remember Mindy, they couldn't keep Mindy from staying in the hospital. Um, yeah, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, um, yeah. They but, say uh, they, they they do say like Gail's in the clear. Yeah, but Gail's line of like you know tell that tell Sydney that bastard didn't get me. Yeah, yeah, I, I like good. that too. Um, which is also better than like it's better last words I think for Sydney than tell Sydney not to come here. Yeah, but I think it's kind of saying a similar thing of like. That it, it he didn't get me, and it's also kind of an implication of like don't come here to to take care of this for me. Yeah, like you yeah. stay away. Um, uh, I really like it. Like if if Gail had to go out in this movie, which I'm glad she didn't. Um, but if she did, that was a good good fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, she really she really takes Ethan to task on that one because that's definitely Ethan. And, um, and what I, what I really like about what I really like about oh yeah you can tell by how they fumble um what what I really like oh, shit, about no it can't be Ethan it has to be Quinn Ethan's in the van Ethan's in the van with them Ethan mm-hmm. is in the van um I really I I just I think that what's really great about the 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 fight with Gail and Ghostface is that it's it's taking all the lessons that Gail has learned through her encounters with the previous Ghostface and you know she's constantly she's never shooting at at the body she's always shooting at the head. Um, she, or if she hits the body, it's an accident. Um, but the, um, and then going to the, to the, to the cell phone, to the phone where she, where she calls him back. Um, yeah. like, yeah, it's the phone's going to ring. Uh, it, it, it's a really great moment for that character that, um, I, I, I really appreciate it because again, like it built off of the character from the past. I also think that's the first time that somebody star 69 go fa- ghost face yes. immediately find him. That was really clever, actually. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, things like that where, where she's been dealing with this for so long. She's probably she's probably been wondering, why doesn't anybody call him back? And he's like, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like that. And so uh, I also like, you know, both uh, the way Ghostface in that scene puts Gail through it about Dewey. And then also um, her scene about Dewey earlier in the movie, uh, where they play his theme. Oh my gosh, oh, I got I almost I almost cried just from a theme. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's powerful. Do 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 do. So powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote. Sorry, I was looking at my notes real quick. I wrote, "Glad Chad is the new Dewey." Um, boy, that guy got messed up in this one. Yeah, Dude, we've the, never the, seen. When we we've never to... seen two ghost face go at a person it's, before. Yeah, it was yeah. so rough. And then, like, yeah, that was an incredible moment. Um, yeah, when we were getting to the end, and it's, uh, you know, like, as things are winding down, I'm like, they're going to say they found Chad. He's going to wheel out on that stretcher, a la Dewey. They're going to do it. <laughs> Thank God. I'm so happy. I was happy. like, oh, man, I, I can't have Chad go. I love him That dude's going to be, like, in an iron lung. He got stabbed, like, 20 times. I really like the core four. I think this film, they really solidify as as uh, great characters that I would continue to follow into more movies. For sure. Um, the uh, that's that's where that 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 is literally where my love for this film is 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 with is with the core four the ghost face killings are so good the 
the misdirects in the trailer are so wonderful because of Henry Cerny's death uh, is so it, we, when we see that we don't see the death in the trailer, but we see the ghost face in the, in the, the doorway when we don't, oh. we don't know in the trailer who that, who that, is, who, where, who, what house that is. Yeah. I was glad that was used on him. Uh, I also really like that as part of Sam's background. We didn't touch on him much, but as the therapist that like, she's, she's gone to a few and they don't take her sincerely as a victim. He turned her in. And like what they're trying to, what she's trying to talk to them about. Bad um, and like that, that a lot of them have had this reaction where they're like, Oh, I Ooh. can't really work with you. I can't help you. with I this. am so, so glad that it wasn't a one and done Billy Loomis ghost thing. Oh, I'm so glad I'm you got so, there. Because he's not in the movie until the very end for a short period. No, he's in like this, the, like he shows up when they get to the shrine, which is in like uh not quite even. The Sorry. Yeah, of the yeah, third yeah. Act. But, but he's not in the movie a lot. But when she's looking at it and then we hear his voice and she's like, Oh God damn it. Not now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I, Billy yeah. Ghost. Because I really, because I really like the idea, of like you know, how are the meds going? Great. I'm not saying anybody who shouldn't be there. Uh, and then what, because this trauma is bringing that back up, it's just like, oh damn it! Really good, really good. I, and the thing of like, you're a killer, you're a killer inside, and all this stuff. And I'm like, God, God damn it, Sam, you know better. You yeah. grab a weapon and you clear this place yourself. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and like, ski, ski and then she reaches for his, and I'm like, maybe not that one. Maybe not like, that yeah, one. The good choice. I was like, I like that one. Oh, so here's the thing. Um, part of the reason why I love the killers I do is the way that they go out when they're uh, not only like the way that they do their reveal and, and who they are, but also the way that they go out when the ropes are turned on them. Mm -hmm. um, and it's one of the reasons I love, I, I end up liking Richie is because Richie turns into like a whining man baby. And I think that's great because he is so pathetic. Yeah. Um, I love Sam going full her dad with the voice changer and everything on, oh, on uh, detective. The, the detective. I think that's really good. It's like, you wanted this. And the then second? like hearing hearing his voice uh, being Sam using it now is so, and again, like a credit to him, he sounds distinctly different uh, as Sam doing it than he does as the, like when the detective was doing it and yeah. stuff. I didn't clock this in, screen, in Five Cream, but Sam has incredible Billy Loomis face. Yeah. Uh, she she turns into him at a point when she's holding the gun at Gwen. Yes, and and you see it, you see Billy Loomis in her face, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. That that final that final action scene is we a, all go a little mad sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the final action scene's great, but yeah, going back to like when the detective like uh uh like gets like knocked down and then he's alone, he's alone in the shrine. I'm like, oh, he's definitely getting a ghost face call right now. Like it just felt yeah, right, yeah. and then he gets the phone call. It's so good. Yeah. Uh uh yeah, his his son's his son's uh movies playing. Like it's so like oh, poetic. Like I love the I love the 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 when because when when Sam is killing is like killing him about to go for the killing blow. Tara, Tara is the one who's to to stop to stop is like I'm not my father. You're right. I I shouldn't do this. And then they're going to give each other a look like yeah. but you did mess with our family. Yeah, yeah. Tara's like, "Really?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I really dig it and like part of the thing is like I think I dig the killers because they work so well as the foils of Sam and Tara. And like for the story that it's telling in this movie, it makes a lot of sense. Like this, this idea of like, they're trying to stretch the shadow of Richie over Sam and Sam's like, God damn it. Leave F me alone. you. I'm not doing this shit. So <laughs> F your whole family, man. I told him this, but uh, 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 Ben and Brandon, I thought that the, the core idea of, of the movie was going to be, at the beginning when when he's like but my movie who gives a shit about movies 
I thought the idea of the movie was going to be that this person, the new Ghostface, was so tired of the franchise, he needed to kill everyone who was ever involved with it so people would shut up about it. And they would stop making movies and stop doing stuff. He's like, if everyone's gone, they won't do any more. Uh, obviously, that wouldn't work because they would still just make more no matter what. But I just thought a guy who's so tired of franchises, he wants to put an end to it instead of continue it as like an old grumpy man, like Clint Eastwood style. Uh, that wasn't clearly. But uh, I love uh, the family angle. Let's let's acknowledge Mag's last two chats there. Oh, uh, yes. Still curious of the victim's drawings. You mean Richie's ones... drawings? Oh, those are all Richie's drawings. That makes sense. They never, they, they never, never explicitly it. say it. Like it's there, so you kind of assume it was Richie's. Okay, that guess that makes uh, sense. Sure. And and I I would say probably, probably, but like we don't know one hundred percent. Oh, but That's then like, why would Dewey's death be there? When would Richie have drawn that? Right mm. after. Mm. I don't know. Mm. No, uh, great point. Maybe this will be something that comes back, and there's actually it was Stu in 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 his little uh, Michael Myers hole that he's been living in. <laughs> So, uh, so there was a part of me that was kind of wondering if they were going to go the Kirby as Ghostface angle. Yeah, I mean, they definitely want to lean you towards that direction at one point in the film for sure. That's yeah. when I knew she wasn't the second. But, but, yeah, but I was thinking like, no, she's too short. <laughs> yeah, forget yeah. I, I said the same thing to to Brandon. I'm like, if it's if Kirby's the killer, we're running into the same problem I have with Amber here. Yeah. Fortunately, we got Quinn and Ethan standing about you know neck and neck with their dad. Yeah. Uh, when um, they do the mask off moment. Um, the, the last comment Mag said, mm-hmm. if we want to bring that up real quickly, I also liked how the fan film looked amateurish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They did a great job with all of that. I'm I'm I. Yeah, I I really I really like it. I think that I think all of this gelled together really well. I think what you're saying about the killers working better as foils for Sam and Tara helps me get over what I think is a rather underwhelming reveal. Um, and I think probably upon a rewatch, I would enjoy I will enjoy this more. Now that said. My only knock against this film, against this film, really, is how much I really freaking love Five Cream, and this wouldn't hit Five Cream for me. Um, who knows where I'll be on a rewatch though? Because again, I really there's so much in this movie that I love, and I've been talking about it endlessly with you guys. Uh, it's just the the, the killer reveal just kind of didn't work for me. But around yeah. that, I'm I'm with I'm with the whole thing. I think I think unlike Nancy Loomis, who works just kind of as the the vengeful mother, you have to look at the Kirsch family here as an extension of Richie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we haven't had that in killers before, but I think them as killers is hidden so well and obscured and and like I didn't suspect you know, the detective until near the end. Yeah. And I, didn't I definitely sus- didn't suspect. And I wrote him. off Ethan pretty, pretty quick. I wrote him off a certain point in the subway when, yeah, yeah. when he, she was getting uh, And I, and like, obviously I wrote off Quinn once Quinn was a victim. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I think they did a good job just hiding the killers yeah. uh, in this one better maybe than some screen films do. I think this is one of the best ones where I'm like, and, yeah. and that made it like, kind of kind of land for me and then like the motivation being the tie back to richie i was like okay because definitely like when they first take their masks off and and like they say like they say like what you did to our family and i'm like where are we going with this <laughs> like <laughs> what what is that and again mean? Just, and like, then and then like the reveal of richie being being their their brother and, and son is like 
All right. And all yeah. right. And this, you know, this being a sequel to a legacy sequel slash reboot, you know, this whole requel prequel thing that they're or sequel thing they're talking about. Like, this is like this is such a good execution of like again doing something original and new, but giving giving credo credence to the thing that you're that you're homaging, which is too. Like it does all the family stuff, but it is like it is a new setting and it is the most brutal and it is like the scariest one. Like, and I will watch this one again probably before I watch other ones because of just like how visceral the entire thing is. It's really nice that they continue the trend of every movie sets aside different rules um, because they this is like okay, well now we're franchise rules. Uh, the last we're the last Jedi. We're uh, God damn it! I hate this franchise. God yeah. damn it! I hate this franchise. Yeah, like they're talking about um, how now now legacy characters are on the table. Now anybody could die at any time. Like that's what we're doing because we got to keep bringing in new people for future entries. So which makes me curious, like what rules could they establish in the next film? Because let's be honest, there's going to be a next film. Oh yeah, I. I have to imagine that these days, babies, you gotta have a sequel. Oh yeah. I have to imagine that it's, they're building a trilogy. Like they're not going to make like five of these movies. I think like a trilogy makes sense. Uh, and I just think with what they've been doing, especially with these silly fun, like fan setup they've done of this, like there's going to be multiple villains in the next one. And Stu will be in it. Oh like, my there's God. no doubt. Oh my God. We, no doubt. So related to the Stu thing. Um, when Kirby kills Ethan oh, by yeah. pushing the same television over on him. I saw that. I saw in that in a scary movie once. Kirby. Kirby is so good in this movie. I'm so glad her and Mindy have a scene where they square off about horror movie aficionado Game that recognized uh, game. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. I'm so glad that that's like still a part of who she is. Uh, and they didn't they didn't lose that. Yes, yeah, I still love her. her so much in this movie. I'm so glad she was here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really and didn't I'm, kill her. Yeah. I'm also really happy that she she was there. The the when I when it looks like she's dead, I was kind of worried. Um but I was really but again she she makes it out. I really I really appreciate that I really appreciate what Ryan said because the idea of like this could feel this could be a nice scream trilogy um because it does feel like the arc that samantha specifically is on is not done yet uh it could end here it could have ended in the last film but it does feel like there's an there's a third step she needs to kind of go through a third trial to go to to go through because you know here she's kind of embracing billy loomis in a way she didn't in the first film um and you know, how far will that want? Will she want to go with that? Will that take her to some darker places? I don't ever see her as a ghost face killer, but like what, where, where could that character go is something that I'm actually really intrigued by and eager, what, eagerly wanting a, a seventh entry. Uh, uh, like this is obviously like incredible speculation for a movie that has not even been greenlit, but like, it reminds me of like the end of the dark Knight, where like Batman is like the villain, right? Like the whole idea was to get Sam to put on that ghost face mask. And then she does. So, like, what if the implication is, like, oh, she gets sent to prison because they think she is guilty of killing this cop, and they have to get her out, and then new stuff happens around that. Like, they can, like, they can totally lean into that or completely ignore it, but, like, I think her putting on the mask is not inconsequential. Yeah. I don't think she'll ever be a killer or anything, but I do think they could not make but, her a good ghost face, but something what if like that. What if Stu wants to turn her into one? That's what I mean. That, I'm thinking like, like, like Palpatine, like not, 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 not like, like in a, not like in a framed her way. Yeah, but he's like, I want you to recognize that you're just like your dad. Yeah, that's what oh, I sure. really feel like. 
that is they're building to that. Yeah. I don't I don't ever see her go into prison or something like that, but I yeah. could see maybe Stu got out on good behavior. Um or or well, something well, Stu can't be in prison because they would know he's alive. Yeah, he's missing. Right, so where is Stu Mocker? He's, he's living in the Michael Myers hole. Wouldn't it be what 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 he if has he a show- different face? What if what what if he shows up and he and he's and he's talking to Samantha and Samantha doesn't really know that it's Uncle Stu Mocker. Okay, I I don't want to I, I want to save this for after just at the very end a little bit of prediction stuff. So I'm not going to get into that yet. I kind of want to hear a little bit more about how Ben feels about this movie overall because we kind of like steamrolled through a lot of points. Um, over, over overall, I absolutely love this film. Hell yeah. I I love the fact that how many killers there were. I actually like when when uh like the movie theater scene when they were going after it we see the two killers like okay there's a two but then i was like but wait is there one more and the third one pops up like holy shit there's three of them there's been three this whole time oh my god so cool i also love how kirby isn't the killer but i definitely fell for the trap that she was oh they got you i they got me i fell for the trap because it it makes sense because even earlier they said like yeah you were so traumatized and then you could you you became the monster who hunted you and i thought Maybe Kirby did go down a downward spiral. See, that's the, see, that's the interesting thing about Scream is they keep dancing around that theme, but never actually, never actually going through with it. And mm-hmm. I, I always because there's always a, a scene, not always, but there's often a scene where it's like, oh, what if you're the Ghostface Killer because the last because the thing traumatized you so much, blah blah blah. blah. And I kind of, I'm kind of happy they never go down that road, but also no, I kind of want to see it. It's, I'll be honest, it, it, it's it's a thing of execution where like. This movie, they execute like everything that this franchise is so good to turn a hero into a villain. You'd have to do some really good script writing to like make to make a Kirby into a killer. You'd really have to really sell me hard. We have hard. We have talked about it before where like we know that the fan base at one point has talked about like a a desire, like what if Sydney was the killer? Like what what an incredible twist and all that. And I'm like, how that would go completely against the character. And if you really wanted to do that, Kirby is the person you do that with instead of Sydney. Um, mm. it, it, Ghostface also makes the same assertion of Gale. Like Gale, you would have made a great killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like it really would have worked for you. Um, uh, Dewey was the hero, and Sydney was always the favorite. But like, yeah. you know, the lead. But you could have, you could have done it, Gale. Oh, um, real quick, I I love that Gale again. Like she's just like a like a journalist lady, but like she is able to like stump the police in finding like Ghostface place. And I like she is good at her job. She is good at investigative journalism, and I like that has always been a part of her character. Like she is good at her job. That's why she always helps she's needed yeah i like that all right uh are we wrapping up i'm thinking if there's anything else i want to touch on but we just saw the movie earlier so like i don't know uh it's awesome it's really really awesome i'm really happy with it um i think they did a really great job getting across all that all that good scream vibe stuff hey it's a great scream movie and sydney's not in it that's that's an a plus point yeah a plus plus. Um, yeah. Do we want to amend our scream rankings to include Scream Six? Oh, I mean, I could do that real quick. I, I we should probably do our ratings first. I, I wish I I, 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 don't I, I don't have my list out anymore. So it should be easy to remember, anymore. but I'm bad at it. Uh, I I are we at rankings? I'm sorry. I'm yeah, rank it. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. I think it's fantastic. I love it. Um, it, it, again, like I'm still processing it from today, but if I had to say I like this more than five, but I still don't like it more than one or two. Uh, but it is my favorite of the two modern movies for sure. Sparks. Um, real quick, Brandon, did you see the post-credit scene? Because I know we did. I did. 
great Hell yeah, yeah funny liked it <laughs> perfect use of mindy um uh yeah, I think that this uh, nails everything I, I want in a screen movie and it does it really well. And uh, maybe I'll change my mind uh, over time, but at this current moment, like it's pretty high up there. Um, 10 out of 10. Hell yeah, baby. Wow, 10 out of 10. Ben? 9.5 out of 10. Oh, hi. This one, this one was, a, it was an awesome time in the movie theater. It was awesome to watch. It was, it kept me on the edge of my seat. The it, I felt dread for the characters the entire time. I was like, who's going to get out of here? Who's not going to get out of here? You definitely jumped. I definitely felt you I jump did. a couple of times. I love yeah. it. I love seeing horror movies with you. I love it. Yeah, I definitely did jump. There was a, especially a scene in Gail's apartment where the killer breaks through the, the um, whatchamacallit, breaks through the bookcase, got me. But yeah, this movie was Yo. fantastic. 9.5. Yeah, y'all, like, this movie opens with the Tony Revolori stuff and is a great opening. And I knew Kirby was still coming. And then they reveal that Stu Mocker is probably alive. And I was like, man, guys, great movie. Great movie. Go ahead, Brandon. Well, I don't like this as much as Scream 5. I really like Scream 5. Um, uh, I, I, I think... I think it, I can... I, can, I think I'm, I could settle on an 8.5. I think I'll settle on 8.5. Yeah. Still good. All right. Uh, rankings of the Scream films, I'll say real quick because I definitely know it. It's number one, this, number six, then number two, number five, number four, number three. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I lost you halfway through that. <laughs> one, six, one, six, two, five, two. four, three. One, two, six. Five, four, three. And I love two, but I think I might have to put this one over it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, have to, I need more time. I literally saw it just earlier today. I forgot what my list was. And also be right back. My cat's doing something weird. Yeah. That's okay. You can make it up on the spot. I think I'm pretty. Uh, here's what I'll say. I'm confident that it is five, one, four. I'm confident that those are my top three in that order. I could switch two as my number four right now. With six, feel like I probably like six more than I like two, and then three's at the bottom. Yeah, I love two. I love two, but like especially we talked about when we did our our screen two reviews. Like I know that an amount of it is just like growing up with it and nostalgia because like I don't love how they handle Sydney's best friend character in that movie. I don't necessarily totally love the way that Randy's death is handled. Like there's a, there are things I don't love about that movie for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah, but, yeah, but, but overall I love that movie. But Billy's mom is in it. But Billy's mom is in it. And that's pretty incredible. <laughs> Debbie salts in it. Dude. I really, really love this one. Yeah. It did so many things I wanted to have happen. And Kirby was incredible. Honestly, like before we saw the movie, I was fully intent on when we did our review. I'm like, yeah, there's probably two killers. So, you know, let's uh, let's talk about where the killers are in our rankings. But there are four. So I'm not going to make <laughs> open the movie that. with a killer. All bets are off. All right. Shall we book club? Mag says one, five, six, two, four, three. Yep. Those modern right. movies really working for Mag.
can find me possibly sharing my predictions for a Scream 7 at Sparks Witty on Instagram, Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty, because I realized I forgot to really say anything about it Stu's at the, the end of our uh, Scream 6 review. But I kind of yeah. hope that uh, Stu also sees Billy's ghost and that they're both seeing the same ghost. <laughs> oh.